one point or another, we've drive through our local strip of shops uh, in some areas and you're scratching your head. You're thinking to yourself, man, is this the death of the local strip? There's a lot of vacancies. Stay tuned. We're going to give you some unbelievable observations. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burjo, Mark Novak, episode 554, the death of the local retail strip. There's probably, uh, when it comes to real estate, when it comes to, if you think of that, that barbecue with friends on the weekend, there's probably the the perception of your local strip is probably one of the biggest factors on how you judge how the economy is going on a very large scale, how the area is going, and just it really either gives you good confidence and a warm and fuzzy feeling about your local area, or if you're visiting a friend in their area that you're not familiar with, I think some, even if you don't think you're judging it, when you drive into their place and you go to the shops, yeah. if you see a lot of vacancy, you see a lot of graffiti, you will instantly think oh maybe things aren't that good it's quiet you'll either judge the area or judge the local economy whatever's sort of going through your mind and then on the flip side if you drive through and it's busy the lines are there's a lot of people out dining big lines nice not even necessarily new buildings mark just clean respectful you sort of you would have a perception there and then you relate it to um you go to that barbecue and the first thing you may say is things are tough. I noticed a lot of empty shops and how that can affect Mark. Would you sort of agree with that sentiment that local precinct can have on people, even if they don't know it? It's, it's scary. You know, it's scary going through and seeing those, um, those, you know, like in the old Western movies where the, the thing rolled through the town, uh, the tumbleweed. Um, but, you know, I think I think the big rate, the big guys had a lot to do with this. You had your um, your Woolies, you had your Aldis, you had your uh, your Coles formats um, putting into their formats, uh, fruit shops putting into their formats, bakeries, um, liquor shops, and so it started to suck up a lot of those local shops. Um, but it's pretty interesting what I've seen. And Michael, what started off our conversation early this morning was how busy the local um, leasings in our area have been with commercial properties. Um, do you want to explain what we've been seeing there with everything getting up with, with you know, because traditionally there used to be a, a lot for lease in DY or Brookvale, Collaroy. What's been happening and how? what, what do you reckon that's going to do in the future, I would also love people's feedback if they've got any questions or comments. Verge? Yeah, so one of the most surprising, strongest markets with in commercial has been the leasing side of things, and a lot, of, and in particular retail. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic where you're thinking nothing's going to happen, especially businesses, uh, and that's been the case for some of the larger commercial stuff. But a market that's been very strong, and what we really need it to be was your shops from 20 to 80 square metres throughout Brookvale, throughout DY, because over the last, say, three years, 
Brookvale suffered a lot of a vacancy. And exactly what you said, Mark, when you look at the Woolworths, when they, they basically put 10 businesses into one, the banks really hurt Brookvale when they downsized from 500 square metres yeah. to 100 square metre shops and then moved to DY. Brookvale had a lot of vacancy. And then DY had uh, several new developments, which in only took away one or two big um Two, two big shops and then when the build there was 15 new ones so there was a lot of supply and not much movement behind it and that was probably because anyone would drive through Brookvale for the last three years and be like, it's struggling a lot of vacancy but the last year I reckon 90% if there was 20 empty shops 18 have been filled which has been a very very surprising but super are really really good for the local area because now you start seeing instead of the agents for lease signs you start seeing new signage new brand new life coming there and we saw it probably initially in dy first and then it, it overflowed to brookvale which is very pleasing for the area as well what was the second part of the question you wanted me to go into the future what what you said was interesting with um banks that's another format so the woolies format sucked in a lot of businesses um the banks format used to be used to draw was a bit of a honeypot so a bank in a local strip used to actually generate a lot of people coming to that local strip then they would buy their milk or bread or meat or whatever while they're at the bank and because those banks have gone to such smaller formats or even pulled out of those local areas it's killed the honeypot um, because the uh, Woolies has, has opened up these big formats internally, they've already got the people shopping, and then they're pushing, they're pushing all the other formats down their down their throat, like you know, um, dairy, uh, meat, um, bakery. What does it leave the local strips to offer? What is yeah. so? Because what, what what you're saying is, what you're saying is that we're now seeing being the commercial expert you are, you're now seeing a lot of local stuff get rented, all that local all that local strip shop stock get rented and go. So who is it going to and why? Yeah, because that's a good point because if you look at traditionally the local strip, it had your, it had your banks, it had your butcher, it had the, the green grocer, and sometimes you still got a little bit of that or they're completely gone and then you'd have your bank. Like most shops may be 10 and that would be full of it. And that that and that's where people thought the local shops are dead because it's like, well, there's no more banks. A lot of it's online, they're smaller and you're not having the necessary the butcher. So we're seeing a lot of barbers, hairdressers, uh, especially for the male and female having both there you're seeing a lot of tattoo artists. We had one in Narrabeen, one in Brook, two in DY, one in DY, one just went in Brookvale. That's going through there. So we're seeing a lot of services. PT. Where, sorry. PT. Personal yeah, trainers, personal gyms, training studios. Then food's always a big one. That's probably a bit more prominent. Coffee. Fast food, coffee. What else? And. I think a lot of people who may have traditionally been wanting a bit more marketing and presence where they may not have had that before. I'm just trying to think of a business. Where was it? Um, well, a few real estate offices did the first floor approach 
and now they've come back to the main strip because they understand the presence. We're seeing more dentists come to the main strip, chiropractors, so a lot more service as well. So it's been a, an interesting transition to see throughout, but what we are seeing with the trends is the demands more for smaller properties under 100 square metres, under 50 square metres, yeah, where traditionally your butcher would have had a large premise, especially if they cut the meat on site, the grocery store, same on site as well, and the banks. So maybe instead of having three shops at 200, 300 square metres each, 900 square metres of retail, your the, the new format would probably be 15 small shops um, all taking 50 square metres each as well. Um, so that's been a big, a big change we're seeing. It's definitely the future. So, guys and girls, um, I reckon if I had to, if I had to have a punt, this, the word would be customization. Um, people who don't want the cookie cutter large format um, meat or groceries or fruit and veg. Um, people who want to treat themselves a little bit to something special, like a PT trainer um, or, or uh, beauty. Beauty's been a big one. Um, that's that's interesting so i think customization a lot of that a lot of our local retail shops where they used to be um more to the masses now they're to a smaller group but an isolated group but they service that area that group really really well just like a unbelievable butcher or an unbelievable coffee shop or an unbelievable ice cream shop like chill bar on dy they just specifically sticking to a task um butter boy butter manly the no. cookies you like, Birch. Butter. Oh, is that who they are? Oh, from, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. From, I don't know. From Manly. So, from so, yeah, so they're sticking to one, one, one exact field and doing it really, really well. And they're not competing with selling cookies in Woolies. They're just doing their thing. They're the things that are doing really well in our local shops, and I love it. I reckon it's so exciting. You're right. We're seeing um, an emergence of a lot of businesses and products which are highly specialised um, and they're sort of pushing through where you may traditionally have had a business do 20 things and they sort of that we can do everything. You're seeing a lot more specialised. Also in the health, we're seeing a lot of, um, what is it, vegan stuff, gluten-free, specialty, words probably specialty shops. We're seeing a lot of them replace where your bank would have been on the main strip as well because yeah so i definitely think the retail strip is not dead there's always a demand for it the community needs it the local area needs it and i think that could be one of the worst things if those like think of a suburb you've got your 10 little shops or five little shops if they were to go the convenience and especially i think a lot of people have a lot of memories of especially if you've got that little convenience store that's been there 80 years. Everyone knows the family who runs it. They're probably sometimes one of the hardest ones where you hear suffer because of the big box stores. Like a lot of people love the big box stores, the convenience, all that stuff. But where you sort of, I don't, I don't know if resent's the right word, but you sort of think, is this right? When you see that mum and dad's store that have been there for 60 years, they can't compete with the a Woolworths, they can't, or the butcher that can't compete with Coles. That's where you sort of think, ah, oh, would have you sort of second guess how things are going. But you, you, yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to add on to that, Mark? 
Mate, I, I think it's I think it's interesting. So, in summary, all in all, good morning, Michelle. I look after your locals. Took the words out of my mouth, Mark, and really, uh, really do we're doing something. These shops are doing something really, really well. Uh, uh, and you know what, Michael? I think some suburbs are more early adopters than others. Call this a churn that we're talking about, where that local strip shop just emptied out and got and got sucked up into nothing, into vacancy, and then it suddenly all rented out. Some suburbs w will have gone through that churn already. Some suburbs may be going through that churn as we speak. Um, but make no mistake, um, the need for retail shops is is as big as it's ever been. We've seen everything. We've seen everything rent out in our local. Um, make no mistake, the customization is well on its way. People actually love it. They love spoiling themselves. Like I know those those butter butter boy cookies that um, that are in Manly. All for um, so people will and they pay a fortune for them. They pay a fortune for those cookies as well. So people. Will uh, for customization, people will pay a premium to support their local to get the absolute best, and they're the businesses on your local strip that then are going to dominate the next five, 10, 15 years ahead of us. And just what you said there before just reminded me like, so anyone who's watching is local. Sometimes the vacancy isn't a sign of a bad economy, there is sometimes that natural progression, and it takes you back to Narrabeen. Uh, Pit Order Road, where Westpac used to be, on the corner, where there's probably about 20 shops, but there's a good or eight near the corner. And at one time, there was probably six of those eight or five of the nine, majority, probably 60% empty. And I remember selling one of the buildings and leasing the other, and a lot of people were just like, oh, the economy sucks, Narrabeen sucks, um, this retail's dead. But... When you take a step back, and I remember speaking to them going, it's just a, you, the, let's look at who left and how they went. You had, of those businesses, I think if there were six that left, five of them had been operating for 20, 30 years, and they left because they retired. One was the hairdresser, one was the yep. butcher, rather than not surviving. And then because commercial can take three to nine months to rent out a property, it's not, it's not like they move out it can, and it injects straight away. Everything gets rented in time. So where Brookvale, some of the vacancy was caused, the banks left, and there was zoning talks changing. So a lot of landlords sort of were waiting as well. DY, same, a lot of new stock injected. So there is more to meet the eye sometimes, and it's not always worst case scenario some of it's a natural progression so yeah big time thanks thank you anyone everyone <laughs> anyone and everyone thank you <laughs> cheers take care thanks Bert. cheers hopefully we helped you